0: Ladies and gentlemen from Colonial Heights, Virginia, and All Seasons Tabletop Studio, it's The Undiluted Truth with Mike and Ben. Today's episode, UK terrorist expert gives disturbing information about the Great Reset. Do not forget to like, subscribe, and share. Our podcast email is theundiludetruth.podcast at gmail.com. We will find you on your best behavior. Turn your you okay on your best behavior? Yes,
1: with my wonderful personality.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Undiluted Truth. My name is Ben, and let's give a warm welcome to our host, Mike. How are you doing this afternoon? Uh, Apparently wonderful. UK. Apparently, yes. (laughs) I K. All right, that's good. I'm glad you're okay.
1: And yes, with my personality,
0: Mm. Uh, that that's good. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. Some people aren't okay with their personality. Yeah. Yeah. We we yeah. heard
1: we we heard all about that in detail in full detail, and it's good to have a good personality, and it's good to have one that s- some folks can actually see and identify. Yeah. Uh, you you mentioned something earlier that that some people have a personality like that's oh. like a cardboard box or something. Did yeah. That,
0: yeah. That. Yeah. Uh, it was a. <laughs> It was a saying I used to work somewhere, and uh, ah. we had a few people that came in, and ah. a, their personality was. Uh, when they left, uh, my coworker said, "Well, they have a personality of cardboard." Cardboard. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. not a hundred percent sure what that means, but it's very. They, there's not much. I, I, you know, you know,
1: very dry. I think. Apparently you dry yes. and you know i don't maybe you know we could we could really take this to a whole episode i think That's if, true. if we continued but uh, anyway we are not going to do that because i'm i am really intrigued by this title and Excellent. i am excited about this episode not in a way of you know a savior's coming and once again uh, first of all welcome all of you rock tumblers and true seekers out there welcome to another A wonderful episode here on The Undiluted Truth, and uh, we are reaching far beyond uh, the United States these days, and uh, 40-plus countries. I haven't taken a look lately. I I don't know if you have uh, been or not. Yeah,
0: I just checked the other day, and it's not growing fast, but we're up to 43. Okay, that's, you know—
1: Who would have ever thought forty-three different countries would be checking in and 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 tumbling rocks with us? So, yeah. uh, I, I I love that part of it, and I love the fact that we can gather information from reliable sources like the High Wire, yes, and Del Bigtree and his team. Uh, it, you know, it, it. I was thinking about this the other day that our sources, not that there is. There's a lack of them. We we have been seeking long enough now, a little over a year, mm-hmm. that we know sort of where to look and names that we can kind of access. Right. But for news outlets, we we've sort of honed in, if you will, on one major source, and that's the Highwire. Yeah. And I, and yeah. If if people couldn't tell, I mean, this is a great source, and you know, my philosophy is, in some ways, you know, if it's not broke, don't fix it. If if you can gather good information about what's going on and help those around you with the information, then hey, let's let's go with it. And that's sort of the lane we've been running down uh, with this here. There there are some others uh, uh, other episodes coming. We do have one matter of fact that's coming with a local individual and I do need to make contact with them a little sidebar there but uh, w- w- that is going to tie in to what we have but it, it, okay and I, and I want to plug uh, epoch times as well, which is a primarily for me a written uh, outlet okay uh, even though they do have the capabilities of uh, videos and that's and that sort of thing. So, right. okay. And we may be plugging something else through them uh, before we close out, uh, but not quite sure. This is going to be, this is just uh, for the title, is, this is going to be heavy. Yeah. And, you know, there's things when we, that we do come across and we go, here we go again. But I think for this, you know, we we are hearing the, the buzz, sort of, if you will, yeah. of things that could come things that might take place in this great reset. I mm-hmm. think a lot of people, and I don't know about your circles, Ben. Uh, that we travel some of the same circles, but not always. If you've talked to people that have haven't heard of the great reset or they're not sure what it is, uh, and there may be some listening that are a little unsure, we're yeah. we're gonna hopefully at least crack the egg and expose part of what this is. And I'd like to go into that in a little bit more detail before we yeah. sort of wrap up that great reset.
0: Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, topic. This, it's not really talked about much in my, in the circles that I'm in. So. Right. And yeah. I think
1: it's important because this is, this is a, uh, I, I, I guess a, a goal, if you will, of many, that are in charge uh, of what's been going on. And I say, you know, those that are in power, uh, influential uh, people monetarily and with, with their power. And this is a, it's a big time goal and, and it's not something that they just thought of uh, six months ago. This has been something that has been in the witch's brew for a long time. Well,
0: is, is this kind of within relation to, and you know, I'm, just asking um maybe for our listeners, like is this in reference to like the great reset in reference to uh one world order? Yes. Kind of thing. Yes. Okay. So yes. that's that's what I kinda thought. Right. So I mean, there have been some people in my circles that have kind of talked about that, mm-hmm. but not per se calling it the great reset or right. that's uh, that thing. So yeah. yeah. Okay.
1: Well, I think what, what happens is you you get terminologies that people get accustomed to flagging. Uh-oh, no, no, yeah. don't want that. Don't, yeah. And then you hear the Great Reset. Oh,
0: oh well, what is that one? Oh, okay, oh,
1: yeah. oh that sounds pretty good. Like re-brand,
0: oh, branding a product yeah, over, over yeah. and over, but it's the same thing?
1: Yeah, so oh. along with the Great Reset, you, you know, <laughs> you've know, you been hearing this one, which is tied right into it, is build back better. Mm. We're going to okay. build back better. Yeah. You know. So these are these are terminologies. So if you are thinking of a one world order or a new world order, period, right, right. You know the the, the thought was always, well, wh- what would stand in the way? Well, you think about all of the the governments in the world, and where does everybody want? I mean, historically, where does everybody want to live?
0: Right, they want um, to
1: live. In the United States yeah. of America, so that in in many ways the the foundation and the founding fathers that that planted the actual roots in this country mm-hmm. have been a a mighty oak of an obstacle for this world order because yeah. The, yeah. the 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 just the ultimate power and everything else that it that it has. And, and well, I'm not sure if it, well, it still has it, but it's not being used in the proper way right now, we don't think. But, um, it, so with this obstacle, many of us have wondered how could this ever take place? Well, mm. uh, now we're, we are coming around to seeing a little bit of how that can take place. So we are welcome Happy to welcome, I should say, uh, into this particular episode once again through the high wire and Dell Bigtree. Dell is interviewing uh, Majid Nawaz, who was there with the uh, the uh, Better Way conference in the UK, mm-hmm. and that's where they sort of, I think they knew sort of sort of knew each other, but they met and spent some time together, and now mm-hmm. he's uh, now he's got this interview, so. Uh, Majid Nawaz is, as you say, a a terrorist expert uh, right. just from uh, being involved, uh, his infiltration, you might say, uh, and then out speaking out against it. He's also an author, radio and and podcast host. So we oh, are Yeah, we are going to get into this, and uh, I don't think you'll have any trouble uh, picking up on who is who uh, in this particular. Uh, episode. So I think we're ready to go.
0: Yeah, sounds good.
1: Okay, here we go.
2: That film you made uh, with me mentioning the importance of challenging the narrative. um, Part of what the media is currently involved in is to attack everything that we have found sacred. Um, And that includes, for example, children. Uh, You in, in the United States of America would be familiar with that because of the children being presented at Uh, sexualized drag queen shows and not commenting on I'm not commenting on the drag queens I'm commenting on the fact that children are present in highly sexualized shows and that's that's my point there whether it's that being uh, uh, normalized or indeed uh, the gender debate which you mentioned in this show um, uh, of late now cannibalism I have just released a sub stack on this cannibalism is now corporatist media is now normalizing cannibalism and in fact, uh, Army Hammer, Rolling Stone reports Army Hammer uh, was outed as being a fantasist, harboring cannibal fantasies with women he was speaking to online. They doxed him to reveal this, um, and he starred in Call Me by Your Name, which is a movie. Uh, uh,
1: okay, so mm. we're we're getting into you know in, into the cannibalism a little bit, but right. what he's what he's he's sort of laying out the foundation. This is where the country is leaning, and and it's sort of a worldwide thing. Yeah, but the degrading of human value. You know, right. you talk about cannibalism. You talk about taking children to drag queen. You know, I I, I love the way he you know he yeah. described it. It, it. It's not. You know, nope. I'm, he said, I'm not necessarily speaking out against drag, queen, uh, drag well, queens themselves, but it's the fact that you got, you're taking children there.
0: Yeah, and there was something that, since he mentioned that, there was something that my brother brought up, and I can't remember exactly where, but it was a couple months ago, where apparently there was some, I forget where, there was some uh, protest going on where there were naked men, essentially riding bicycles around in a circle with signs for whatever it was and there were actually parents with small children around that area I mean yeah. in view and and basically from what my brother said cheering them with yeah. your small kids here and yeah I mean like if they grew up in a in a in a nudist nudist colony, colony yeah, yeah right. they might, the kids yeah. might not think anything of it but yeah. you're, you're yeah. like you know if you're a normal, Parent and you've brought them up, sure. Not in a nudist colony, and you're taking them, and you you see, yeah, people naked just riding around, and mm-hmm. I think there might have been women too, but right. It's like really,
1: yeah, and and yeah, and so, that's where it starts. It, it starts wow. in the re-educating of our children, right? That aren't brought up in nudist colonies, and they're yeah. going to come to think yeah. that some of this is n- normalcy, normal, and and it's okay. Right. And, and that's part of really this whole thing. So let's yeah. let's continue on. as he 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 just once again he's sort of laying the groundwork for
0: mm-hmm.
1: what is coming and and what we're seeing. Right. And, and, yeah. And, and folks, you know, some of this is disturbing. Uh, so uh, sadly, but but true.
2: Speaking to online, they doxed him to reveal this, um, and he started. In Call Me by Your Name, which is a movie uh, uh some of you may have seen. Well, yeah. his co star and lover in that movie, Call Me by Your Name, after Army Hannibal uh, after Army Hammer, I'm sorry, was Altidus as <laughs> Hannibal.
3: Practices. Hannibal, yeah, right. Army Hannibal right.
2: They're now making a new film with the co star he starred with, and the film is about romantic cannibalism. And this is being uh, uh, in the Venice Film Festival. It's, it's coming out later wow. this year, and of course, the New York Times reported that uh, cannibalism is all the rage in pop culture at the moment. So what's
1: now? Now, now, just follow. I mean, some of this we have to. You did hear this right? You did hear it right? You know, r- romanticizing cannibalism,
0: but, I, I, and, I, I, and
1: now it's being rep- reported on as a story that is something yeah. that could be attractive,
0: right? I have one question on that, though. <clears throat> How's a relationship going to work there? What are you going to do? Say, um, honey, uh, can you give me, I'll cut off your arm, you can eat my leg. I mean, how does that work? How how do you romanticize?
1: Well. I mean,
0: how how is that even ro- ro- the- well, romantic. well, uh, well,
1: like, well, <laughs> well, you know, I, I look at it as what they used to call in poetry or in literature, romantic comedies. Well,
0: you well, know, uh, well,
1: uh, but it wasn't. I don't think uh, necessarily what you might call. It. You, it sounds like you're sort of referring to
0: well, foreplay. Well, I mean, I, well, romance <laughs> in general. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But, but I mean, I mean, it would be like okay, the movie "Romancing the Stone" or what? But, but yeah. What about uh, like? romancing you know making uh uh what is you know cleaning and preparing a chicken for for dinner uh romantic you know yeah you know you're plucking the chicken cutting its head off and this is this is romantic somehow uh, oh. what yeah i mean i just <laughs> But it's well,
1: well. When you think about it, it's it's ro- <laughs> romance. Sorry, romance it. us normal human beings. We refer to having some sort of special relationship between another human being, right. preferably the opposite sex. Right. And but yeah. but
0: and is like if you
1: have a special relationship. Eating humans. What? Yeah. Now you can have a special relationship with, and we done. We could take this way down the road with animals or whatever. Right. You know, with a special romantic. Relationship and now they're just using that. supposed, it and and this is you know to me we can look at this as as a direct uh, you know a a direct dig or or retaliation to God you know look well, yeah, you know, we, you, I, I mean man man and woman are supposed to be you know have these special relationships uh, but n- now you can have a special relationship with your friends eating other human beings flesh this yeah, is yeah, the, this is extremely disturbing yeah, but I, but it's I mean, actually true
0: yeah in, in my brain i'm just going to like okay they're yeah i've i've said the one side of it but the other side is like okay they're romancing the the actual art of eating another human yes in in like
1: like it's just a, like, like you said it like a chicken well, basically,
0: like like it's a like a like romancing eating cake or something like that. Well, you know, and usually people that have a, well, what I would call a romance with food are usually a little heavier. If you know what I mean. I mean, well, if if you see what I'm getting at, because if it's kind of like a love for food or a love for eating this certain thing, you know what I mean. That's almost kind of what. I feel they're almost trying to say it's like
1: eh, weird. Well, maybe almost, maybe
0: I don't know. I don't know. That's just my thoughts on it, real quick. No, man. no.
1: But see, see, you know, here we've got two totally normal heterosexual uh, men here trying to understand this, and I don't think we're supposed to altogether, see, other yeah. than you know the yeah. the the red light starts flashing, going, this is mm-hmm. sick, this is sick. Yeah, you know. Uh, yeah. But. uh We will continue on this journey of the degradation of of our country, unfortunately.
2: Going on here is back to my point. When the corporatist media and the globalists that control the corporatist media attack everything that we find sacred, what does that serve? Well, if there is nothing left that is sacred, Mm. children, uh, gender identities, uh, eating human flesh, if nothing remains, that is sacred then everything can be commodified. Now, if you think about that, what does that do? If everything can be commodified, another word for that is slavery. And that's what's going on here. Technocratic slavery is their aim. And by that, I mean, having all of us bound by digital identities that log every single one of our transactions forever. Now, of course, the problem with that is, as happened in Canada, with Trudeau and the truckers protest, the minute you do think or say something, and I put the word thinking there on purpose, because if you're monitored, then the uh, machine will know what you're thinking as well. If if the minute you do think or say something that is upsetting to the powers that be, they can switch off your bank account, as happened in Canada, they can freeze your ability uh, to engage in financial transactions, they can stop you leaving the country with vaccine passports, that infrastructure has already been set up. So it's total slavery and and that's that's what they're seeking and to achieve that you have to undermine our understanding of everything that is sacred to shake the ground from under our feet so in uh, back to your question that's why i think it's important to have teachers that ground us in in these very difficult times
1: oh very good Mm, i i I like i like that because uh we need to have teachers that teach truth that's basically what he was saying
0: absolutely you know and,
1: and how important it is and he's 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 driving us down their agenda and this is this is exactly what they want and yeah it's it's it is so important to hear what he's saying is when nothing that we have been taught or nothing that we know in our minds and hearts is sacred anymore that we deem sacred right it's Katie bar the door at that point. Yeah, it is. Hey, anything goes, and if anything goes, anything goes, and that's right. a scary thought. But I mean, I don't think you you know that 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 idea or thought. I mean, when you say, I mean, you could take that. I mean, cannibalism too, but I mean, lawlessness. Yeah. But
0: I mean, just. Just,
1: to degradation of of, of uh, treating children like the innocent, and mm-hmm.
0: but but just to go to the mm. point of normalizing cannibalism. Yes, like he's saying, essentially you're gonna make humans a commodity because you're you're not gonna consider anything sacred with a human because if you're if you're uh, legalizing cannibalism essentially let's just say that then what does it matter if i sell my kid to so and so or i do this to over there sure what right. difference does it make yeah. you've legalized cannibalism we have no basis for saying well you you can't you know make this person a slave because people don't mean anything anymore so anybody can do anything they want to a human you know cuz well sort you of. don't have that level of
1: yeah, and I'm saying sort of because you might want to defend somebody. Right. Or you might want to uh, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. you you might want to interfere with somebody that's 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 treating their own children the wrong way. Right. Right. But I I like what he says when you come out eyes is that the way he said it?
0: Commoditize,
1: commoditize, commoditize, something yeah.
0: like that. Yeah.
1: In other words, <laughs> turn us into commodities. Right. Uh, is 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 what we're getting at? He says everything you think, do, and say, yeah, can be monitored, and if they don't like what you say, they can just zap off your bank account. They can just cut you off of anything, but like, just by the by
0: a switch. But like he's saying, that's already happening. But and it, even in America, they're recording everything you say, even if they say they're not. Yeah, but they're they're recording key words.
1: Yeah, but but he said think, do, yeah. and say. So so right. we have heard, and and we're going to get right, into a exactly. little bit of this.
0: I see where you're going. In, yes, yes. In an episode
1: I, I, I uh, uh, coming coming soon. Excuse me. Uh, Probably, uh, hopefully, within uh, the next couple of weeks. Okay. Uh, yeah. w- with our special guest.
0: I, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah, yeah I- so,
1: so keep that in mind. But everything we think. So, if if they can if they can determine what you're thinking. Right. That's all it. It, it boom. So this this controlling hmm. is it, it's it's coming. It, it's gaining speed here yeah and and it's and it does have a purpose it's not oops we accidentally can hear what he's saying hey come here come here Madge uh-huh. <laughs> listen right. to this no, oh no no it's it's this is high tech oh it's yeah. highly thought of mm-hmm. and it's been in as I as I call it the witch's brew for a while now All right, so, yeah all right back to. Uh, Mr. Nawaz.
3: Absolutely amazing. And, you know, it's it's why, you know, I reached out to you. We were playing phone tag, but something came up this week that I think speaks to all that. This idea of enslavement in some ways, for those of us that, that grew up here in America, discussions of communism, the Soviet Union and China, and this control of people. And we start you know, feeling like those things are going on, but there's a difference in feeling it. And then a reality where you start seeing, it really looks like we're moving in this direction. And so the thing that really sparked my attention is you put out a, a tweet uh, this week uh, about this new uh, um, person being hired at the WHO. A 40-year member of the Communist Party of Britain, Susan Michie, has just been appointed chair of WHO's Technical Advisory Group for Behavioral Insights and Science for Health. Now, I'll admit, when I saw this, I was like, oh, come on, that can't be true, Majid. I mean, do we have self-declared communists in the UK? I don't know that that I mean, I don't know if that's here in America. I don't hear it a lot, but we looked it up. There's headlines all about here. I'll just read a couple of them. Uh, the headline, government scientist who has advocated for more COVID control is member of the Communist Party. Uh, communist British scientist dubbed Stalin's nanny who wanted to face mass and social distancing forever is given top job at World Health Organization. So I reached out to you and said, I mean... You know, you're looking at this, too, and communism is is one of these words that you've sort of done some work in, right? It's all about controls of the masses controls of the mind and here we have sort of in the behavioral discussion side of the who it says to me your messaging space right the the people that can be involved in messaging and how the who gets his ideas across and how the who is going to communicate and think about citizens around the world we now have a self-proclaimed com. is that i mean is she a communist is this real is this legit What, what are we talking
2: about yeah so so first of all, Dell, it's important to understand that here in the United Kingdom, we do have an active Communist Party, the Communist okay. Party of Britain. We also have a Socialist Workers Party. And then we have the Opposition Party in Parliament, which is the Labour Party, which is not communist, representing the, You're know, trying to represent the working classes, though, under their current leader. They're not doing too much of a good job, Sir Keir Starmer. But yes, we have active communists. And the part of that is because Europe, of course, um, go back to World War Two. And we allied with the Soviet Union to defeat the Nazis. And because they're right here next to Europe, uh, a lot of that legacy remained with us. We never had a reckoning with communism as we did with Nazism. And and by a reckoning, I mean a total victory. Nazism was totally defeated. Communism was not totally defeated because we needed the USSR to help the total victory against Nazism. So then of course we entered the Cold War period. What happened with communism is the system uh, ended up becoming bankrupt and collapsed. But there was no total and final victory over communism. And fast forward, the Chinese Communist Party continued to carry the uh, the mantle because the baton was passed to them. So she is and has been for over 40 years. This is not a opinion. This is not a controversial thing to say. She was even interviewed about this in our one of our morning TV shows. It's called Good Morning uh, Britain and Richard Madley. Uh, we uh, have that. that show specifically. No, oh, we have oh, it. Let's let's play play it. it. Let's play yeah. it. Let's play it.
1: Okay, so they're going to play a clip, but just mm. prior to that. So I, I like the way he, he explains how the UK sort of never got, you know, sure, yep. you defeated the Nazis, but but they there were still many thinking in the country that, hey, this, even though, you know, because we actually had these communists here in Russia help us defeat the Nazis, and You know, after all, they've got some good ideas, you know. So, I mean, he didn't give percentages, but basically what he's saying is what never died was the belief that communism might work in that country. And even to such a degree now, you actually have known communist parties and supported communist parties within within the United Kingdom.
0: And yeah, and I understand what he said, but at the same time, it doesn't make sense to me. It's like, if your country is not communist, just because you allied with a country that is communist, that also had an interest in defeating you know, Germany at the time, that doesn't mean you have to be open to accepting communism in your own country. So I'm a little confused as to that. I real, I see what he's saying. But at the same time, it doesn't make sense to me that that they just naturally allowed or, you know, accepted the Communist Party in to, you know, be a part of their system type oh, of thing. I, I so don't, I'm just like, okay, I see what he's saying. But at the same time, I'm like, I well, I think
1: he gave he, he gave <clears throat> a brief, a, a, yeah. a foggy, if you will, description of how I don't think it was like right afterwards hey yeah yeah okay won't well, you guys go ahead and start your communist party? you know we are right, from right. from the mid 30s to even 19 you know the 1940 uh and the i think what he's saying is this thing sort of migrated through the minds and right. and it probably and i don't i am not a communist expert other than knowing Knowing the faults of, of of how communism fails any any and every time you look at it, but you probably had underground communists meeting in yeah. places you know like yeah. <laughs> you know privately, just like just like we have groups now that want to turn this country into something else. Meeting, it's not, but and and up until. Maybe four or five years ago, we now had people coming out talking about some of the things that we'd go, that makes no sense. I don't understand how that could even take place. I mean, you know, it's just unbelievable. Of course, we had people in the streets during, you know, the last three years wanting to be like Venezuela and bring on socialism, saying it's Really? Yeah, I, I yeah, you know, but I think, and at different times in history, that sort of idea still,
0: yeah, I bled, I
1: mean, bled through.
0: I see what you're saying, and I'm no World War II expert, mm-hmm. but here's the other thing. I mean, when the U.S. got into World War II, now I don't know which countries per se if we assigned an actual alliance, but we were working with the UK. Russia, oh, yeah. and China was part of the the forces right. working against Germany and Japan. Oh, yeah. Okay. So you've got communist ones there. We didn't necessarily accept. So the, if you see where I'm going with that, I'm not sure why the U.K. kind of let that just because, well, we didn't have any issue with it. or
1: I don't think it was that easy. So I, oh, well, you see what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, I, that's I why mean, because the U.S.
0: fought with <laughs> Quote them as yeah. well to to get rid yeah. of the the the, th- the threats at that in that time, but yeah. So that's mm. all I was trying to say. I was just like, eh, okay.
1: Well, th- that whole topic <laughs> is interesting, but and in, and it wasn't. I mean, we've known about China, but we've not known about the Chinese Communist Party being active throughout the world, right? Right. Yeah. Until here, most recently, because yeah. Okay. How, how often, when you know, in the last 15 years, have you heard of, hey, watch out for the CCP? Well, who are they? You know, yeah. but it's it You're is
0: starting to hear a little bit more about that these it, days, and yeah. that's
1: what he's saying. He said all right. of that has sort of rested there, but it doesn't mean it's not anywhere else. But yeah. so, so the history yeah. of it.
0: Is, but, but he basically pulled it up like as if it's just been a standard party for the last forty years. Oh yeah, well Not, I think it is even to, in the UK. That's why I was saying we don't have a technically a standard communist party in America, uh, even though similarly we fought right. And it would be interesting Russia and them to end World War II.
1: Well, it would be interesting to know when it was accepted. Yeah, in yeah. in the UK. And that's UK. a
0: sidebar, but yeah, it just. I
1: don't it's I don't, just
0: I think it all to I me. really think
1: it all drives toward the, the the great reset in the world order because yeah. I think these yeah. people that have infiltrated and have changed minds and have and and have preyed on the acceptance of this right. even if you're considered a legitimate party.
4: I think yeah, it yeah.
1: sort of plays into the whole big picture, really. Well, I, yeah. I don't think it's yeah. I think it's Probably. I think Probably. it's an interesting topic here. So all right, back to Mr. Noaz.
3: Let's play it. Let's take a
1: look. Yeah. So there's a point I really have to put to you, and and you'll be aware of this because there's been a lot of. Um... Oh, we we had such a break. Let me. Oh boy. Let me get back in here. Now this is this forty year communist uh, woman that is taking this position in the WHO on a local station here in London. So okay. the voice you're going to hear, the female voice, is this actual woman right. here. So. Okay. Of commentary
2: about this in the British media about you, um, and it 's to do with your politics and, and you know i 'm going to ask you uh, you 've been a member of the Communist Party for about forty years now you 're still a member, and we know that that communism is basically statist. We look at communist countries around the world and we see that they are tremendously top down dominant and controlled societies that they that they rule over and I just wonder and i 'm putting this question on behalf of those who wonder about your politics. If your politics actually informs your sense of control, it's not just it's not just the medical arguments, but you have a kind of a political bent to want the state to tell people what to do.
4: <laughs> I've come on your program as a scientist, as do all people who come onto your program as scientists. They come on to talk about the evidence, relevant theories, how we approach our scientific disciplines, and You don't ask other scientists about politics. So I'm very happy to speak about science, which is what my job is, um, and to limit it to that. So you're you're saying that your politics doesn't inform your opinion on this subject? I'm saying that I agree to come on this programme as a scientist, (laughs) and I'm very happy to talk to you about the issues that you're raising Mm -hmm. as a scientist, which is the same for... Other scientists that you invite onto the program. That's a perfectly fair answer. Thank you for thank you for that.
3: <laughs> I mean, it's amazing, really. I mean, I mean, obviously, she doesn't want to answer the question, which I never yeah, understand. Like, I don't understand why someone doesn't. If they if they are self proclaimed. They speak out on a topic and then you ask them about that. Why don't they say, yeah, well, I mean, here's my perspective on it. But it really does matter, doesn't I mean, it, you know, we're talking about she's moving yeah. into a position, the WHO, mm-hmm. that just basically recommended policies that shut down our world. I want to know how you think about the world and what your dream is of how the world looks.
2: Absolutely. Right? Mm-hmm. Well, well, thankfully, Dell, we do know a bit about her views. Um, and there's another interview where she was specifically asked about covid mandates and that included because she referenced it in the interview
4: not just vaccine mandates but that. also mask
3: mandates okay and we have that we're let's take a look at
4: that okay let's all listen right, great we've had so much hope on the vaccines hopefully changing everything bringing an end to the pandemic bringing an end to this, these changes we've had in our lives do you think it won't be enough
1: this is her escaping
4: vaccines are really important part of the pandemic control, but it's only one part, test, trace and isolate system, border controls are really essential. And the third thing is people's behaviour. Um, that is the behaviour of social distancing, of when you're indoors, making sure there's good ventilation, or if it's not wearing face masks, and hand and surface hygiene. We'll need to keep these going in the long term. And that will be good not only for COVID, but also to reduce other so when At you a say long the term, NHS sorry to interrupt, Professor McKee. When you say long term, what do you mean by sure. that? How long? Very quickly. Um, I think forever.
1: Well, there you go. That's a great place to end. Oh, that was June of 2021, that interview. That well, communist who is now appointed to the WHO with those that protocol that she laid out. Yeah. She thinks I think we should be doing that forever. No, no, but but do you think she's going to be abiding by that? The masking oh. up, the the locking down, the the all all of the yeah. So basically, Maybe. I doubt it very seriously. She will be enforcing it. Uh-huh. She is going to have a heavy, heavy hand mm-hmm. in what's going on. Well, in the WHO
0: yeah and and i don't know if you caught it it was a little bit funny to me and maybe she didn't mean it this way but maybe she did when she first started saying it she's like i think vaccines are in are an important part of the pandemic control <laughs> yeah 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 what is the well i mean just that statement it well, Because she didn't really qualify that statement any too well, much sure, further. You
1: could, you could certainly take that a I couple mean, of ways. Well, you know? yeah, because we, we, we're you using know,
0: the vaccines to control you. Then the other thing... Or
1: or she could... Well, I mean, what she would say is... I was talking yeah, about controlling right. a, a deadly oh, sure. pandemic.
0: Right. You know, we've yeah, got to control Right, it, But see? the other thing I caught on to, and I don't know if you did here either, is when she talked about the, the masking. She's like, she said... When you're indoors, make sure there's good ventilation or mask. Well, if there's good ventilation, technically I shouldn't need the mask. Right. But if there's not good ventilation and I'm wearing the mask, the mask doesn't have good ventilation either. So now I've got double not good ventilation.
1: Well, well, yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, That doesn't help. Well, I picked up on it. Yeah. yeah, Because I was
1: thinking, well, if you've got good ventilation. So you
0: want me to double down on it is what you want. Uh,
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, double down. But that—that's that word salad that uh, <laughs> Doctor Pierre Curry, like Corey that was talking
0: word about. Word salad, yeah, y-
1: yeah, yeah. So I mean, it—you know—I I know that uh, we've got we've got much more uh, of, <laughs> yeah. of, of this to come. But
0: well, that's interesting. Oh, that's yeah,
1: and, now and uh, disturbing. Now, yeah, now mm. there again, this is the woman. Yeah, that has just been. You know, placed in this position here.
0: Now, what position was it? Do you have that?
1: Yeah, let me see if I can get that pulled up for you. Um, yeah, because
0: I forgot that position. but I'm like, okay, really?
1: so yeah, so she she has been appointed as the chair to the World Health Organization's the WHO's Technical Advisory Group on Behavioral Insights. Now, on, on talking talking, insights. talking about word salad
0: and the but, behaviors that she's. Th- she mentioned social distancing, wearing masks. Those yeah. are your behaviors. Yeah. And this woman is, she, she is, didn't want to speak to politics or policies. No, she doesn't want to quote, talk unquote, about 40 years of being a Because she's communist. a scientist. Yes. Well, yeah. then you better let your science dictate your policy. Well. Uh, you would that, you would hope, but that's not what's going to, you know that.
1: That was what the host of that yeah, morning show was trying to get her to, to yeah. you know, hey, uh, so are you're is the politics you, don't interfere. Are, are
0: you sure? Oh, well, right. I'll speak to science. Yeah. Well, yeah.
1: So the <laughs> W.H. Old, she oh. is the chairperson of the technical advisory for group on behavioral insights. Because, you know, mm. she's going to know more about behavioral insights than anyone. Why? Because she was given the chair. and. Don't be alarmed but 40 years of being a communist and a member of that party is not going to influence anything that she does.
0: Absolutely. Going not. forward she's a scientist. to this
1: great reset. Right. So that's only phase 1 ladies and gentlemen.
0: That, that's um, interesting. Yes, yeah, so I mean if she was if if she was um, Susan
1: Michie. Susan uh, remember this name. Yeah. Susan Michie M I C H I E. OK, mm-hmm. Susan Mitchie, that's a name you'll want to follow as far uh, what is she doing now? Where is she? You know, because right now she is mingling uh, with those in the, at, at the WHO. And keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, we are but just a short space between two of your own fingers that our government is getting ready to give them the authority to regulate and dictate any reaction or action that we take toward anything in the health of the United States of America. That is one of the people that is going to be in. And she, she stated it very clearly that she would like to see this and thinks that this is such a good way to manage or control people and the pandemic pretty much control. that we, yeah, yeah pretty much control and we think that should be go on forever and everlasting thing. that's right yes yeah so susan mitchie yeah. ladies and gentlemen
0: yeah yeah and, and my last my last quick comment sorry um is i mean if that that statement that she made on that show I could maybe accept that a little bit more if she was appointed to a strictly scientific research position, <laughs> because she's quote, "I yes. as a, I'll answer as a scientist." Right. But the position that she's being appointed to is not technically science. Science background helps understand these things if you're using it in the right fashion. Yes. But her position is that of policy and
1: behavioral behavior insights, and
0: technically politics
1: technical advisory group politics but they're yeah of you got you got to
0: it's <laughs> the politics and policies of health basically is their, her position yeah. and she's a high ranking one so we mm-hmm. need to know what you're yeah, yeah.
1: you can word salad <laughs> everything all the way up to and i could take you know the, the, the this yeah. chairperson world health all the way down you could just say she is the chairperson of behavioral insights now just yeah that's all you need to know yeah. behavioral insights, insights.
0: Mm. now why can't we control these people this way yes or we should be able to control exactly these this, and and as because we because that's going to help with the pandemic yeah. i mean our control right. over them and the pandemic
1: and before right. we finish this little interview in the next episode we will uh we would this this will this will ring loud and clear, not. Just with her, but another individual.
0: And her name again is? Susan Mitchie, ladies and gentlemen. Susan Mitchie. Susan
1: Mitchie. Watch out. Yes. Yes. The new chair, WHO Technical Advisory Group on Behavioral Insights. Yes. And what uh, uh, an outstanding qualification Mm. uh, resume she has.
0: Okay, 40 years of it.
1: Enough of uh, boy, enough of that. <laughs> you know, yes, I need more duct tape. Of that. <laughs> this this it, it really, you know, we 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 say we think we know what's coming. Ladies and gentlemen, this would when what we're telling you, all you need to in the backdrop, great reset, great reset, build great back reset. better, you yeah. know. New world order, or or another title world of world uh, order. yeah, one world order, or uh, you know another subtitle of that would just be idiots in charge,
4: Ooh.
1: or or oh. deadly idiots in charge, or evil idiots in charge. I don't know. Just we we can really come up with a, a a number of them that would be too truthful. Yes, well
0: for them to accept, can not we, our listeners the other people. now?
1: There's that. a question to end with. Oh boy, can we be too truthful? Oh, let's, let's go to our, let's let's go to our Lord and Savior in prayer as we ponder that one. Dear Father in heaven, once again, we do thank you. We thank you that we can even have the freedom to sit in this place that we're in on this platform and ponder ideas of whether it be truth or too truthful or pondering what is going to happen next in the world with this great reset and these individuals that are apparently in charge of everything. Not quite everything as we know it, but it's getting close. With that in mind, Father, we ask for your spiritual strength, physical protection, and give us the eyes of Christ that we can see through these nefarious things that are, are are being adopted and attempted to being adopted. And more importantly, help us to help those that can't help themselves, speaking predominantly of young children who don't apparently have a voice and and are being guided and and retaught or taught f- from the beginning of things that we just don't understand things that look so unsanctified to us. We pray for all of them. We pray for all of our listeners out out there, Lord. We thank you for them. We thank you for these individuals like uh, Mr. Nawaz, uh, Dell, and these people that are standing up in a large light of truth. And we pray for their protection. We we ask that that all of those that have been infected, there's many that are in in, in hospitals, many that are in prison, uh, many that have been mistreated in a number of ways, and families that have been ruined. We ask for your protection and and your blessings and your presence to be felt in all of those cases. And we thank you again for this opportunity to be here sharing truth to your people and as we part ways we once again pray and ask that every intent of our thought be pure and we pray it in jesus name amen
0: amen thank you for tuning in remember to join us again every tuesday and thursday on the undiluted truth
1: And remember, Rock Tumblers, with all of your might, continue to diligently seek truth. God bless.